It's good to be in God's house this morning. Say amen. 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 Good to know you are awake. We're going to be in the book of Psalms, chapter 23 this morning. Uh, Psalms, chapter 23. We were in verse 1 last week. We'll be in verse 2 this week. Psalms, chapter 23, verse 2. And when you get to that spot, if you would please stand uh, to pay reverence for the reading of the Word of God. Psalms, chapter 23. Most of your Bibles you can't find that. That's right in the middle. Close by, Psalms 23, verse 2. The Word of God says this. He says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank You for allowing us to come together here this morning. Lord, I, I pray that we've done all things in accordance with Thy will. Lord, I thank You for the Scripture that impressed upon our hearts, Lord, for the studies this week. And Lord, I pray that we can have open hearts, open ears, that we can accept it, Lord, we can apply it to our lives. And uh, we thank you for our home in heaven. We thank you for the glory uh, that you've shown around about us, Lord, that we've been saved. We've got salvation. I pray that nobody leaves this place this morning in a lost and unsaved condition. Lord, we pray that all come to repentance uh, before it's everlasting too late. In Jesus' name I ask, amen. amen. You can be seated this morning. Last week we were on Psalms chapter 23 verse 1 and we focused a lot on uh, the shepherd, what the shepherd does. And it says, I'll read that verse, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, the Lord leads us, He guides us, He takes care of us, uh, and I lack nothing. It's pretty much what that's trying to get a hold of us and let us understand. And we follow that piece of scripture and that understanding uh, with the next piece of scripture that it starts off saying, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. And as I said last week, Psalms 23 has so much to offer us, uh, so much in depth of Scripture that we can take time, hopefully, uh, with each verse, thinking about what, what each verse means and how it means to each one of us that are, uh, that are called God's children, that are Christians uh, this morning. And we see it starts off with, He maketh me. And uh, I did some studying on that, and then I started thinking about uh, how that really means to us, and He maketh me. And I, I read a lot of different translations of the Bible, and I even mentioned some last week, and I'll mention some today. About half of them uh, translate it this way, He maketh me, but about half of the other ones uh, translate, He lets me. And I really like to think about Him letting us do something because God, you know, He's, he's a gentleman. Jesus is a gentleman. It says uh, uh, He doesn't force us to do anything. Uh, uh, he didn't drag me to an altar and He didn't make me get saved the day that I was saved. Uh, uh, he showed me the opportunity and it was up to me uh, to accept it. In Revelations 3.20, He says that He stands at the door and He knocks. So it's up to you today to do the things that God is asking you to do. It's up to you if you want to be saved this morning, if you want to accept Christ. Christ into your heart. Uh, the day that you were saved, it was up to you. Uh, he didn't force you. He didn't force feed anything into you. But uh, So let's uh, think this morning a little bit instead of uh, He maketh me. Let's change that as we're uh, talking about this, that He lets me. Uh, this shows an expression of a good shepherd uh, letting us enjoy life because of what He has. Uh, he lets me. He lets me go to this place. Now, He lets us enjoy the fruit of His labor, His property. It is your choice. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me. He lets me. He allows us. And what does He allow us to do? He allows us to, what does it say? Lie down. Now, just as I said with the other one, about half the translations say lie down. About half the translations you'll find says He lets us rest. 
Now let's think about that way. Let's combine those two thoughts together and how beautiful that sounds. If you're an adult, I want you to, if you've got kids, grandkids, you've got jobs, you've got lives, you've got all manner of things going on in your life. Let me reread that to you, that first part of that verse. It says, He maketh me to lie down, praise the Lord. He allows me to rest. Do you realize what that means to us as Christians? He allows me to... He lets me rest. Uh, praise the Lord this morning. Uh, how many have you been? have you been tired this week? Oh! Oh, uh, most of you have been tired. What do you know? Uh, he lets us rest. What better promise uh, as an adult with a busy life, with children, family, jobs, and all the things going on? He lets us rest? My goodness, He lets us enjoy the moment. Uh, how many times do we, do we go on vacation and it seems like we, we have that long drive or we have that flight and we get there and we're running through everything, the children are going crazy or, or different things are going on and we drive back home and the whole t- we get back and we're almost more tired than when we left. Uh, sort of that vacation is designed to uh, be a time of rest, but we usually end up doing more during our vacation. We come back more tired. Uh, so uh, the day of rest, even the, the holy day that we have set apart, the Lord's Day, which is Sunday, we, we try to have that day of rest. What do you think I do? <laughs> I'm up here preaching. I'm up here preparing during the week. I've got different things going on sometimes. Uh, usually the, uh, the holy day, the Lord's Day, is a day the pastor doesn't rest a whole lot. Oh, Lord, help him. <laughs> I have to set apart a different day to try to rest sometimes. We are allowed by God here in Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He gives us what we, we need. He takes care of us. Uh, we don't lack anything. And praise the Lord. What does it say? It, he lets me rest. What better feeling do we have to know that God lets us rest? And what better rest do you have knowing that you're saved? What better rest do we have on our old soul when we know that we've received salvation? What, what load does that take off of us? I, I've known people that it just seems like a, when, they, when they don't have that rest, they're just ornery, they're always ill, they got so much going on. I'm glad that if you're ornery, you're ill, you got so much going on, you're, you're too busy for life. God will give you rest. He will supply what you need. He will let you enjoy life. He can give you that today. What better rest than having salvation? And what better rest in salvation than knowing your family has salvation? What better rest the day that my two children, and I hope and pray that they do one day, that they they get saved? What better rest does a a mother and father have when their children accept Christ? What better rest does a church have when they see young people accept Christ in the church? You know, those prayers that have been going on for years and years and years for those, for those children, for those people, uh, for our community that we pray uh, for people to seek Jesus and to find Him. And they don't have to search far. And we pray, what better rest within our hearts than when people accept Christ? He lets me rest. Praise the Lord. It says in Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 29 through 30, I'll paraphrase it. He, he says He takes my yoke upon you, and He will give you rest. Ain't it so crazy to think about a yoke (laughs) being put upon your neck? The load that Jesus puts upon you gives you rest. He lets us rest. And the even better part of this scripture, it says He lets us rest, but where He lets us rest. 
He says he lets us rest. What does it say? It says he let he let make us lie down in green pastures. My goodness, he allows me to rest right here in a place that's pleasant to the eye. It's beautiful to look upon, and there's plenty to eat. Ain't that good to know today that He will give us a place that is just gorgeous? And no matter where you live at, what your home looks like, what kind of living condition you're in, I want you to know we can look around and we can see beauty because of who has saved us, because who is in our lives. And no matter where you go, no matter what kind of crummy alleyway you may walk down, what kind of streets you may be driving on, you can look around you and realize that He has let you rest in the most beautiful place that He has created. He has created this world and it is covered in sin, it's covered in problems, but He created it for Himself, for us to habitate, for us to have this place, for us to worship Him, a place that is pleasant, a place that is pleasant to the eye, it will provide food. I want you to notice it does not say brown pastures, it does not say downtrodden cut up lines where things are walking through. It is a beautiful green pasture. I can't think of a prettier sight. Now we think of mountains and hillsides and valleys and creeks, but just a pretty field that is green. Perfectly green. And think about during the springtime, those little flowers pop up in different areas. And think about looking across that, a, a, a rest, a place that we can rest, that He allows us to rest, praise the Lord, that is green and pretty. I like to think it's well manicured. He takes care. What happens to a field that is not taken care of? Starts having trees grow up in the middle of it eventually. A seeds blow in. This is a place that God has taken care of. I want you to know He lets you rest in a place that He takes care of you. He provides it for you. What a good shepherd that we talked about last week. That shepherd that allows us to come to this place. We talked about it last week. Wayne, one of the things that a shepherd does, he leads you where you need to be. And praise the Lord, He lets us rest in these beautiful places. He lets us rest in places that we can grow spiritually. The Lord provides us this place that I want you to know isn't a place that you just kind of rest. You truly rest. Now, if you're weary today, if you're, if you're downtrodden, if you feel tired all the time, I want you to know Jesus can provide you a rest. I have had those weeks where I get to the end of the week, I get to Saturday, I got so much to do on Saturday that I don't get even half of what I need to do done. And Sunday rolls around, I feel like I'm unprepared for church. I feel like everything. we wake up, the time sprung forward this morning. We're used to losing an hour, but the hour was even worse because we were forced to lose it and we didn't really have a choice. So we had to come up here an hour. Praise the Lord, He gives us rest. I may be physically tired, but spiritually we're fine. We may be physically tired, but I'm glad He can physically help you. We may be tired, but He can bring you to a place of rest. You don't have to worry about the world. There's so many people worry about things going on outside the church. People worry about stuff going on inside the church. Let's just worry about Jesus. You know, if we worry about Jesus, there's not a whole lot to worry about. You will take a load off of you. You'll just focus on Jesus this morning. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He lets me, He allows me to rest in green pastures. He follows that up with, He leadeth me. Praise the Lord. Not only does He bring us to a place of rest with everything that we need, He also leads us. Praise the Lord. We don't have to find our own way. Do y'all know that this morning? 
if you think that you can figure out how to get through life, I'm 33 years old, and I'll go ahead and tell you, you're wrong. You cannot <laughs> figure out how to go through life on your own. And I don't care, most of the ones that's older than me, you should agree to. You will not be able to decide what is best for your own self. I could not find a perfect spouse, even though she thinks she is, and I think she is sometimes. <laughs> I could not find perfect things. I couldn't find a perfect job. I couldn't find the perfect amount of money uh, to make. I couldn't find perfect things today. You can't find the perfect things. I'm glad that you need to look to Jesus Christ, uh, and He will help find the way for us because He needs to lead us. He brings us to a place of rest where He will provide everything that we need, and He'll also lead us. We don't have to guess where we're going. The better part about Jesus being the leader is you're not alone. The sheep are not alone today. The sheep have the other sheep with them, praise the Lord, but most importantly, they have the shepherd. He'll bring you to a place, He'll give you that rest, He'll bring you to that beautiful place, but He'll also be with you, leading you. We have to let Jesus lead our life. Just as I said last week, sheep are dumb. I'm sorry to say that and offend anybody. Sheep are dumb. I'm dumb. I do a lot of dumb things. I say a lot of dumb things sometimes. Some of you, yeah, he, he does. But that's fine. I need somebody to lead me. I need somebody to guide me. I need somebody to correct me. I need somebody to protect me like the shepherd does. And I'm glad that the shepherd has to lead us just as I'm a dumb sheep and I do not know what I'm doing. Uh, I can't preach by myself. Uh, I can't study by myself. Uh, I cannot witness or testify by myself. Uh, I have to be led by the shepherd. If you want to do anything for Christ today, we have to be led by Jesus. He is the one that leads. He is the one that guides us. We do not know where we're going. We'll just end up in the creek drowning <laughs> if it's us leading ourselves. We'll go completely the wrong way to a dry desert and choke out and die. We have to follow Jesus Christ. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me to a place, it says here. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, I want you to imagine this just for a minute. You can close your eyes if you want to. Just imagine something. You're on, a, you're on a place walking by. You're on a creek side, and the creek's just calm. Grass is green. It's beautiful. There's no noise. There's no, there's, no, there's no animals. There's no birds chirping. There's just a calmness. We can't find that in the church building because we've got children and we've got people that talk. That's fine. Just imagine it just for a moment. Just that peacefulness. That perfection. Think about that rest that it gives you. And that's what Jesus provides. He brings us to a place where the water's not even running. It's still. It is peaceful. It is perfect. The waters aren't getting stirred. The wind's not blowing. If the wind was blowing, the water would be moving. There is nothing happening right there where Jesus leads you. It's calm. If you feel like there's chaos in your life, if you feel like you can't get away from the noise, if you can't escape chaos and all these problems and uh, your busy weekend and your schedule that fills up, you can find it with Jesus. You can find that calmness. 
you can find that peace, that quietness. Uh, uh, so many times I can't find it at home. Uh, uh, my little girl doesn't know how to control the volume of her voice. Uh, she's always at a seven. And when she's walking, th- she talks uh, almost like I preach. Maybe she listens too much uh, when I'm preaching. She brings the same volume home when she says everything. Uh, bless her little heart. Uh, but sometimes we can't find that quietness at work or at home. Uh, sometimes we need to get away just for a little moment. And sometimes we can't, but I'm glad we can find it in Jesus. We can find it in prayer, talking to our Lord and Savior with the shepherd. The Lord is working in our lives, and sometimes we have to find a quiet place to really hear Him. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He's that still, small voice. It speaks about in 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. All these different things were going on, but the still small voice is where you could find the voice of God. Sometimes we need to be quiet and listen. I have found over the years that sometimes I talk too much. Imagine that. Sometimes I say too much. Sometimes I just need to sit back and listen and and listen to God. What can we do today when it says, He leadeth me beside those still waters? I'm glad today that if you don't have peace, He can provide if you don't have an understanding of just how peaceful it is, how much rest you can find. I know people that accepted Christ and they just never did seem like they ever rested. They just constantly worried about everything. I tell you today, a Christian has nothing to worry about. Say, Zach, you're crazy. I'm telling you right now, a Christian has nothing to worry about. You say, Zach, there's sicknesses. Zach, there's all... The Christian has nothing to worry about. Uh, Praise the Lord today. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He brings me to a place that is beautiful. He takes care of me. Praise the Lord. Hey, today, church, if we've got all the worries in the world, something is wrong. If you live a life of worry, a life of despair, a life of woe is me, uh, uh, praise the Lord, Jesus died. Uh, He ascended. He's on the throne, praise the Lord. He is perfect, and today He paid for my sins so that I could live. Not so I could be doom and gloom, not so I could be sad and lonesome. He died for me so He could lead me. He could bring me to a place I need to go to. Praise the Lord. If you do not have peace, you can find it in Jesus. I know a lot of you is going through a lot. All of you. There's probably not a person in this church that isn't going through something right now. You're going through something difficult. You've got a difficult decision to make. You're going through difficult times. Uh, You're going through certain things that you've got to look at. He leads you. He'll bring you to a place you need to be. If you're reading this, if you read Psalms 23, which I urge you to, it's only six verses of Scripture. Contemplate on all what it says. If you read this part right here, and you don't understand what Jesus provides us, If you do not understand that Jesus provides His children a place to go and take rest, where uh, His children can go and take a load off, where He provides the beauty of salvation to each and every one of us, where He brings us to a place that's cool, calm, and collective, where Jesus can bring us to, where He is your shepherd, we can fix that today. If you're reading this and you don't understand, you can call upon the name of the Lord this morning, and you can understand it. You can stop being so busy. Stop being so downtrodden. Stop being so worried about what's going on in your life and trust Jesus. You can do that today. As they get a verse of some song ready this morning,
I'll ask you, church, do you have rest today? And if you do not have rest today, Jesus can provide it. Are you in a place that seems like chaos? I'm glad that Jesus can give you a place of serenity. He can give you a place of calmness. Do you have peace? I know the Prince of Peace. I know a man that lived in this old world, lived a perfect life, and he was a sacrifice to wash away my sins. Sins that nobody else could wash away with. The Bible says there's no other name that you can confess. There's nobody else that you can mention that matters anything. You can call upon Buddha or any kind of Muslim religion or any, anything you want to. You can be agnostic and say it doesn't even exist. But I want you to know something. If you want to be saved, if you want that peace, if you want those, those sins washed away, if you want Him to lead you beside the still waters, that's the name to call upon. If you want peace that passes all understanding, Jesus is the name to call upon. I'm glad the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And He, he maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Do you feel peace this morning? And if you don't, you can call on Him today as we stand.